sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Oh, good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. Tonight, tonight, we are guaranteed an excellent conversation. Friend of the show and delightful personage, director of marketing and event promotion for the W Hotel and the Meridian Chambers, and a bunch of other things, Mr. Matthew Gellabis <laughs> Reed is with us. Thank you so much for having me back. Uh, four times. Four times. We were talking before the show. Matthew is now our most uh, 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 frequent guest. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> I, like it. I usually well, know you. once is more than enough, but with Matthew Gellabis Reed, four times is apparently not even enough because you're going to be on again soon. That's like multiple orgasms. <laughs> Oh, Those are good. Break it out, started it right off the bat. Those are good. Four times? <laughs> Jesus, I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> okay, our master of spirits. Gregory does call you back, too. <laughs> That's four times. Matthew, it's time for number five. Uh, master of spirits this week is, uh, is our good friend, Mr. Dan Newkirk, of course. Dan, how are you, brother? Swimmingly. Swimmingly. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wonderful word. Yeah. yeah, that works. Especially in that tone, in the in the Newkirk melodic. Hit it. Say it again. Swimmingly. Swimmingly. Beautiful. Um, Dan, you were telling us a little bit about the cocktail that we are putting together, and I am extremely excited about this. What are we drinking? So today we're going to be drinking a classic Martinez drink with some new age uh, modernization. Okay. So typically, so first, yep, start with a, a, the Martinez and Brett. Don't forget the the, the, the mix and music. The Martinez is typically a uh, it's gin, uh, maraschino liqueur, and and sweet vermouth. Uh, but we've gone ahead and added uh, some of Jay Carver's bourbon, uh, some barrel aged gin. And I love Jay Carver, by the way. We've pit, we've mentioned in the, in the past their vodka is my favorite, but their gin is delicious. The barrel aged stuff is new for me, though. And then we've also added some uh, some Bravo line um, sweet vermouth made from Merlot grapes, which is uh, it's got a little bit of a bite to it, which holds up really well with the uh, barrel aged gin. Because you got two bullies in there. Two bullies. They're gonna fight in the arena. Only one can remain. That's why one drink is made. Well, it's uh, the, the, the the sum is greater than the uh, or the hold is greater than the sum of the parts. Get two bullies put together, can have a delightful drink. By the way, so you said they're made from Merlot grapes. Mm-hmm. What is which the vermouth is, is, normally made from? Uh, vermouth is just it's fortified wine, so it can typically come from most grapes. But Merlot, uh, you know, after Sideways got kind of a bad rep, mm-hmm. uh, but Merlot is actually a great grape. However, it's just not commonly used for sweet vermouth because it doesn't have uh, the tannins, the sweetness, the fruit, the jamminess. Uh, but these guys figured out a way to make it work. It doesn't go for every cocktail, but this cocktail, it's, it's pretty good. And what's the brand again? Uh, Bravo. Bravo. Jammy is the is the, the actual spirit itself. <laughs> is, there, is there a hidden joke behind Jammy, or it just it's a good I don't name? know. You got, you got clean toes, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not even going there. What else are we adding? Uh, we're adding a little bit of Luxardo, which is the maraschino liqueur. Uh, mm-hmm. I like to never go more than a third of an ounce, because this stuff kind of... It's kind of a lot, pretty sugary too. So total, uh, total actual recipe is ounce and three quarters of the barrel aged gin, one ounce of the Bravo sweet vermouth, and a third of an ounce of Luxardo. 
Is that a ladder? Uh, it is not a step ladder, Bill, but well referenced. Thank you um, very much. Also, too, this one particularly doesn't need any bitters because it's got so much going on. So I'm just going to do an orange expression over the top. An expression for those out there in the non-mixology uh, uh, world. Basically, you're just going to squirt the uh, the oils over. Squirt, skeet, all the things. <laughs> <laughs> Special shout out to all of our friends at the FCC who are listening to our program this evening. <laughs> uh, so you're going to express with a lemon. Correct. Excellent. Um, oh, this is going to be absolutely awesome. And this is, I see you've got them in coupe glasses coming up, correct? Remember the uh, story on the coupe? I know. I remember the story on I do indeed. We'll reference that. That was What show was that that we talked about? That was a while ago, actually. It was. It was. What, what was the reference, Greg? You know, you're really going to call me out on that? It was somebody's bosom. Let them eat cake. Oh, that's right. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking about the discussion of the coupe glasses versus the martini glass versus drinking off a plate and drinking off that. Marie Antoinette's bosom, as we recall, uh, was the model for the coupe glass at the time, which means that either she had very small bosoms <laughs> or, or the coupe glass has gotten smaller over time. I think it referenced it as something else, but we cut that out the last time. Best of show. After dark. Drinking the style. After dark. All right, he's got the mix up, and you're not going to be shaking it. You're going to be stirring this cocktail. Correct, because uh, when it comes to vermouth, you don't really want to shake it. Fortified wine, the last thing you want to do is oxidize them. Oxidizing comes from when you shake the crap out of it. So a nice stir keeps all the uh, the flavors at bay. We would, so you don't want to oxidize the vermouth, unlike when you would want to oxidize a regular drinking wine in most cases. Let it breathe. But you oxidize it around, not being beaten over ice, you know? Huh, fair enough. All right, another bit of... See, this is what we should do. We should have, like, a list of tips and tricks about co solid cocktail making. We always talk about these things, but we really haven't followed through on much. <laughs> Implementation is hard. Philosophy is easy. Implementation can be hard. <laughs> By the way, Matthew, are you, uh, you, uh, are you good at mixing cocktails? Uh, well, I used to be a bartender. You were a bartender? bartender? Yeah, I was a bartender and nightclub manager. Oh, I didn't realize that. Days passed. Wow, what have you not done? And keep it to professional services. I've done everything, pretty much. I'm like thinking, I'm like, what haven't I done? I've never been a lawyer. I played doctor once, but. <laughs> drink in the style after dark. All right, this drink is a gorgeous color, by the way. We were also talking about, you had your eye on this, Dan, earlier in the season, but this is kind of a fall. The Martinez drink. is my favorite fall cocktail to drink because it's gin. When you look at it, when you taste it, Gin is not the first thing that comes to mind. Interesting. And it's a beautiful coloration. It looks like a punch. It looks like a, a heavy wine-based cocktail of some kind. It kind of is. Yeah, I suppose. The but when you, when you drink it, it's a whole different experience. All right. We're going to raise our glasses. Brett, you can join us in between the uh, commercial break. You'll have to stay sober for just a few more minutes. Hmm. <laughs> oh, crap. That's delicious. So you can see where the barrel-aged mm. gin and the, and the vermouth are, are fighting a little bit, mm -hmm. but they're teammates. And the Luxardo kind of joins them together, holy mm -hmm. hands. That is absolutely, absolutely brilliant. That is delicious. By the way, do you use the the, the Luxardo maraschino cherries that come in in the Luxardo already? Those, those, as amazing as those are, uh, I haven't had them in a while. I use a different brand, but those are delightful as well. They are, aren't they? All right. This is really good. We have a couple seconds, so we're going to do the, the random question. That I that I keep in store, <laughs> and it obviously there's reason for it. That is this: pointing with your middle finger. 
<laughs> in the restaurant business, especially where I find servers really enjoy doing this. What do you think? Are they sending a message or is it just a way of pointing? Oh, it's a double entendre for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm telling you a point, but GFY. Mm. You agree, Matt? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Nobody points instinctively with their with their with their middle finger. I feel like that's a cultural thing, though. I think that maybe like in more of an Italian culture, it might mean something different. Or really, can't come over here or get over here. Vaffangu, <laughs> <laughs> baby. All right, we're gonna take a quick <laughs> break. We'll be right back. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, on the radio program, I often say that life is the big stuff, but living is in the details. The furniture in your home may be details, but that's where you do the living. So why not speak to one of Habitation's design professionals about making your space the best it can be? Habitation, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. is his masterpiece. I love that song. Oh, you mean the theme song of Las Vegas? That's the one, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one. It's everything you possibly need. Mr. Galabies Reed, you are a big Elvis fan, right? Love Elvis. What's your favorite track? Um, Jailhouse Rock. Is it? Absolutely. Oh, we got that on the plan. It's coming it's up. It's like uh, classic. Is it the Stripes? <laughs> Bunch of men <laughs> trapped in a place. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can go in so many different directions. Yeah, as, nevertheless, as a boy, I remember watching like all the Elvises like being replayed, and the one that always confused me. Uh, obviously, now as an adult, I know, but Kissing Cousins, that was the only one that was kind of like, I don't get it, Grandma. Explain that to me. Is that a movie? I, I don't oh, know. Yeah, I don't. I've never watched any of his movies. Uh, we well, got like 127. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. He yeah. was just belt them up, but the Kissing Cousins one. 
uh, kind of toes the line a little bit, but it kind of makes sense with his well, Tennessee roots. I mean, I know the title. I know of it. Yeah, but it. what is it? Is it about incest? <laughs> is it, is it some kind of condemning social, you know, documentary associated with incestual relations in Kentucky? Wow, we're just really diving deep into what they didn't mean for us to notice back then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Elvis, R.I.P., baby, R.I.P. Yeah. Elvis, whatever you want, brother. It's, <laughs> you're the king, you're the king. Bacon and peanut butter. Oh, drinking the style. Welcome back. We should point out that uh, that we had a little technical problem that we discovered in between segments. God damn it. Yeah, no, I got to call you out on it. <laughs> I got to call you out. Mr. Newkirk, our master of spirits, a man who really is is unquestionably skilled, actually mismixed the cocktail. And we had to completely drain our previous cocktail, and we've started fresh. Draining, yeah. of course. Yeah, you know, the, 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 only... the first heads up was Greg going, oh, well, I can drink two of these and not six of these. I want to drink six of these. <laughs> my, Is that your impression of me? <laughs> well, that's, no. That's, my, that's <laughs> what you hear? <laughs> and all the while, I'm just like, okay, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? What's different? And an ice cube, and an ice cube. What was the math? So I checked the math on my, on my phone. And I made it for three instead of two, or instead of four. But I, I, I effed up. I effed up. It That's happens. a first. It yeah. happens. And yeah. a real man steps up when he makes a mistake. Yeah, no, I have to. fixes it. It's just now Now it's forever because it's on the internet. That's right, baby. Mm. And That's the right. world. You're not perfect. Yeah. It's known. Here, do, do don't, your, tell my, don't tell my grandmother that. Do your impression of me again. Uh, well, I, wanted, <laughs> I wanted six, but I have two. Man. I actually, I got, I got an email from a listener. I presume a listener. Don't know if he's out there or not at the moment. And I, I don't know if you'd call it I was trolled or whether it was just some general feedback, but the email simply said something to the effect of, do you try to sound like Thurston Howell Third, Or did that come naturally? Oh, my God. I never put that together. <laughs> Where is your neckerchief? Where is there. your neckerchief? If I could pull it off, I would be wearing the neckerchief. I would. I'm pretty sure we're going to see it in a few weeks. <laughs> Boating there are season. two things I admit I cannot Fashion pull off. Fashion week is coming up. There are two things that I admit I can't pull off, but I would love to. One is the ascot. One, I would love to do the ascot. The second, and explain this to me, why is it that everybody in the past and everybody you see in the movies in the future gets to wear a cape? But if I try it, suddenly I look like an asshole. I think the ascot is your cape, and you should take the SS Minnow. <laughs> party, party Island and just wreck it over there with Ginger and start, start your own shit yeah. you know it lovey <laughs> that was my response I actually I did respond to him he said did you, is this natural or, or do you affect this and I said I sounded like this straight out of the womb lovey <laughs> Now, wait, did he respond? No, he did not respond yet. Uh-oh. He did not respond. I don't know if he will. I don't want to get into a big exchange on emails. probably blown away. I thought away. it was... He was blown away. Uh, yeah, I don't mind. Like, you know. So, sound like a fan. Sound like a fan. Are you a fan? I, I'm Who so doesn't sorry. Like I can't Gilligan's remember his name. Island. I believe it was Rick. Who but, doesn't like Gilligan's Island? Right? It was a great, great show. Just I saying. miss Gilligan's Island. Who was your favorite? I was Thurston Howell III. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, short of ginger. You don't say but it. <laughs> really? Not Marianne? Marianne? Ginger, not Marianne? I was a ginger man. I was a ginger man. Okay. As I remain to this day to some extent in different ways. But, uh, yeah, no. Everybody, you guys like the Marianne? She's she's very in. Everybody is all about the understated Marianne. But I would say the Mar- pure Marianne's going to love ginger. you when you're poor. Professor with pigtails. Marianne's going to love you when you're poor. Ginger? 
she's not she's not going less less than a buck thirty. You know what I mean? That's that's absolutely true. I yeah. admit that's true. But you know what? On the other hand, you're on a damn desert island. <laughs> island. Yeah, party island on Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> the Minnesota version. Yeah, Ginger would drop my sorry ass so fast. I, <laughs> it wouldn't be a great three weeks though. <laughs> Wow, we burned through this whole episode. <laughs> this is going great. All right, let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk okay. about some things. Mr. Reed, Mr. Yes. Gellibis Reed, you you sent me a list of some of the events coming up. We're yes. going to be talking about a lot of the events, as many as we can squeeze in, in mm-hmm. between off-color and possibly, uh, um, you know, indictable uh, conversation subjects that you have coming up. Mm-hmm. But looking over the repertoire of events in the next, say, six months, mm-hmm. What is the most exciting thing? What is the, what is the thing that you are most excited about coming up in Minneapolis? Well, the one thing that I'm really excited about is it happens every two weeks. I mean, sorry, not two weeks. It happens um, twice a year, which is Fashion Week Minnesota. Um, w Minneapolis Affiche and the Scout Guide Minneapolis always throw the kickoff party to mm-hmm. Fashion Week. And uh, we have been getting better and better and better. And this is our 10th season. So last season we had 1,256 uh, attendees. This season we're trying to break 1,500, mm. um, which is max capacity, which means there's a line. <laughs> we want a line. I want a line. Matt, Matt, want a Matt, line. Do you mean, mean season is like uh, as like fiscal year or like two two seasons a there's year? There's two seasons a year. So okay. there's one okay. spring so and the there's fifth, one the fifth year. So this is our fifth year. Right, correct. awesome. awesome. Um, we started out with Fashion Week when they started, so we were their premier headliner. And since I took over um, three three years ago, it's just been getting a little bit bigger. I've got mm-hmm. grander ideas. Um, this season, we're doing um, Super Fashion, okay, which is a comic-inspired fashion, which is what makes you feel strong when you wear clothes. Holy crap, we're going right back to the cape conversation, and aren't we? I wanted to see it. This is a part where you can wear a cape and be totally awesome. Can you lower me down in a, in a, in a on strings or on, on wire or something? I don't know. I might have a boom that can. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing so comic. All right. So comic fashion yeah. empowerment is so, the concept. Well, it's like um, it's like superhero inspired fashion. So you have all these costumes and stuff like that. And please, everyone who's listening, do not come to Mr. Fashion in costume. If I see Lycra, you're out. Anyway. It's a strong, solid rule in all of life. Exactly. If you're going to a classy event, do not wear a costume. But um, it is like what would inspire the Wonder Woman outfits? What would be a fashion streetwear or a gala event mm-hmm. for that? So mm-hmm. we're trying to turn this into something that's current today, but really what empowers you to be strong? I love the idea. I love the idea. Let, I mean, there's a let, huge margin let's for Let's your freak flag fly. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's like my slogan. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. It just, it just <laughs> it's encapsulates like it beautifully. <laughs> and what are the dates for the event? Um, that is September 19th. September 19th mm-hmm. down at the W. Correct. And I've gone to the last two. You invited me to the last and two. And you're going to this one. <laughs> wearing a fabulous cape. <laughs> yeah, I guess what, what's I am the, wearing a cape. Uh, September 19th. At what time? Uh, uh, starts at 6. Tickets? Uh, tickets are online. Uh, just check us out at... Um, Instagram at, at W Minneapolis and Eventbrite, and it's also mm-hmm. Facebook and and things. There yeah. places. Hit it. All right, taking a break. We'll be back in a moment. Spider-Murphy, 
Habitation Furnishing and Design is simply the best furniture design studio in the Twin Cities. What is a furniture design studio? It's a place where you'll find professional interior designers who are there to help you select the perfect furniture. A single sofa or an entire home. Our designers love making spaces exceptional. When you're shopping for furniture, it makes sense to talk to a professional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Welcome back. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, indisputably the coolest furniture showroom in Minneapolis. Anybody want to dispute it? No. I mean, no. There's no dispute. Right? <laughs> okay, great shop. Uh, we are speaking with Matthew Gellabies. Read. <laughs> I feel like I have to do a fist pump every single time you say that. I know. It's awesome, isn't it? Was, was that a fist bump? It was. Yeah, my you last should introduce name. yourself. <laughs> alive. Hello, I'm Matthew Gallabies Reed. Well known, uh, 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 Bon Vivant, hmm. manager of marketing, director of all things interactive for the W and the Meridian. Is this correct? Is that is this whole thing run out of your uh, yeah. card? Yeah, uh, over at uh, W Minneapolis, the Fauché and Liberty and Chambers in Minneapolis. You're, you are you First are step. the center of all the coolest places in the city. I would have to say, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not just like, like throwing no, that out true. there, but it's like it um, W really is. I mean, because it's the center, the center of the city. But I throw probably about six to eight events a year, mm-hmm. um, and they're all free, open to the public, unless it's like VIP. Then there's a ticket sales, but um, everything is like we are all inclusive, and mm-hmm. and they're all really well done. Honestly, oh, you. you. You are one of the most talented people in the Twin Cities. I mean that sincerely. I oh, really do. Thank you. 
Shake We're also hands joined. Kiss uh, those babies. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby, I love you. <laughs> Yeah, we're also joined by Dan Newkirk. Yeah. <laughs> and sidebar. <laughs> All right. Hey, you guys, this very past week did Gloga. Yes. All right. I love yoga. I have been, <laughs> since getting back from my voyage to Asia, been totally into yoga, have been stretching. I'm still waiting after two months to get past the hump where everything hurts. Yeah. Um, they tell me that happens around month three. You start to feel a little bit better. Yeah. But Gloga, tell us all about it. Well, Gloga is um, a high-impact, well, sorry, high-energy, low-impact yoga session mm -hmm. um, that is glow-in-the-dark. So we shut off all the lights. We put on some black lights, give everyone glow a glow appeal. Um, we have a DJ there. We pump up the music. And it's all about having fun in a yoga session that is out of the normal. So we want you to embrace the senses mm -hmm. instead of doing the typical vinyasa class where it's um, getting back to your zen. We really want to explore that a little bit more mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so explore yeah. exploit same thing oh yeah well i mean i'm in marketing yeah <laughs> <laughs> honest marketing yes yoga yogi sahata tell me if i'm doing downward facing dog but i'm painted in glow in the dark paint does that bring me closer to indra how does that make you feel how does it make you feel but that is all about it. It's yeah. exactly how it makes you feel. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we encourage drinking, so like we do have a bar there that yeah, stay for drinks. How does it make you feel? Exactly. Drunk yoga how? is so hard. Have you it done is drunk hard, yoga? But it's sweaty. Fun. Oh, it's sweaty. I usually do mm -hmm. about two or three of these events a year, so it's like it is hard, but it's fun. It is because fun. there's no inhibitions. People are not looking at you and judging. And if you fall or you stumble or you're doing your burpees, like they point me out every single time. Do these burpees. I hate them so much. But <laughs> I don't know if I should ask the question. A burpee is when you jump up and then you go down to a push up and then you jump back up. It's and you, you, you jump that. up, jump okay. down, kick your leg out, out, kick leg in, back up. Yeah. And we, that, we did them in in, uh, in sports. Yeah. Okay. So that's 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 called the real burpee. pain in the but ass. Okay. That is someone who's athletically inclined, mm -hmm. <laughs> under inclined, mm -hmm. would be me. Um, I can't do these things, but um, they always call me on a stage to do them because it's fun and I like to make fun of myself. So and yeah. people like to point and laugh. Yeah, yeah, point fair and enough. Laugh. That's the only time I'm going to allow you to point and laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be putting a clip of Matthew uh, <laughs> Gallery Reads Burpees. Burpees by Gallery. <laughs> That's going to be a tic-tac. Yeah. <laughs> tic-tac uh, undertaking. Um, all right. So Gloga was was top-notch. And by the way, just as a, not to throw you in the bus, I don't mm -hmm. know how into yoga. Is this, a, is this Hatha-based? Is this Iyengar-oriented? It's just vinyasa. yogurt. It's just It's just vinyasa. Vinyasa yoga. It's just vinyasa yoga. With a little bit of aerobics in there. Aerobics and dance. So we like kind of merge the entire athletic spectrum. How long? Uh, what was the length of the I'd session? An hour. One hour. One full hour. I can do just about anything for an hour. Yeah. Or Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm like, that sounded like an invitation. I don't know. My wife, my wife just did a face palm. <laughs> Shaking hands, kissing babies, and anything for an hour. And Brett, this is why I'm never running for office. I'm just making sure it's not even an option. It's because you can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the uh, the uh, the art gallery at the uh, at the uh, at the chambers. Um, yep, yeah, Lemuridian Chambers or uh, the gallery at Lemuridian. Mm -hmm. um, 
that started about a year and a half ago, as you know, I've been on the show a couple of times, so mm-hmm. I've talked about four that. times. Four times. Um, right now, we have um, Richard Marchand, which is a fabulous artist. It's very realism. I love, absolutely love Richard. He was on the show. We've hung out together a little bit. I find him to be one of the 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 most interesting, charming people I've and met. And if anybody wants in the next three years to catch Richard Marchand's gallery, uh, you can go on the Mercy website and do the 360 virtual tour by Adam <gasps> really? McIntyre. And, and Richard Gershon will be the gallery 360 tour for the next three years. That is amazing. Kick ass. That is that is My, awesome. my bad. I, I texted our girls about it, but I didn't text you. My bad. Oh, yeah, please. But for three years, he's going to be on display. That amazing. Well, that that's amazing. I mean, like the gallery just opened up, just like and he's, he's been as well. He's been one of my so, favorites, and so. he's always going to be showing his stuff on there. Yep. Uh, as our current artist right now, our next artist, which is completely brilliant artist that's coming up. All right. Yeah, we were talking a little bit, but tell me, let's, let's go on. Who's the next artist? Um, his name is Jimmy Reagan. Um, he is an autistic artist. Um, his company is, or his family's company that goes through, with, that helps him. Do his work um, is called Through Jimmy's Eyes. Um, it and it's like it's aptly named where the, these pieces of art is it's not just brilliant and looking at it and it's like it has an emotional response to every single one of his pieces, but it's this is how he sees. Mm-hmm. What are the, what's the subject? What is, I mean, do, do you know, have you seen the pieces yeah. that are going in? I have. Um, okay. it's, it's a wide variety. Um, some of them are historical characters. Um, he does a lot of self-portraits, mm-hmm. um, and he just finished an entire, like, uh, rural barnyard. Um, he does a lot of uh, sculpture paintings, mm-hmm. um, which has got, like, etching and stuff like that in the, the, the canvases itself, um, which is incredible. And then they transformed his work and put it on fabric, and now it's fashion. So really? There's a fashion aspect to it. That's kick-ass. Yeah. Really? So just this sidebar. So my 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 little brother, and my my cousin, Jesus, uh, both both autistic. Yeah, I know. But both both autistic. One on my mom's side, one on my dad's side. So nothing's you know, in in the Janelli makeup. But they're uh, different sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And th- like through Jimmy's eyes could not be the most amazing title for that mm-hmm. because like literally, you don't know what's going on in, in the the mind of a, a madman because like my my little brother. My little brother can tell you every single highway route in the United States of America and, and where every major professional athlete went to college and high school. But, you know, he's, he's socially inept. Where my, my little cousin, uh, you know, he's, he's outgoing. He's mm-hmm. a people's person. Uh, he, just, he just has some other disabilities. Mm-hmm. Granted, they don't know the whole spectrum mm-hmm. quite yet, and they, you know, they throw in Asperger's and all the other things. Right. But it's just really amazing to take advantage of somebody's point of view that uh, they see something that we don't see. And it's it's amazing because they don't have all the the extra that we deal with. They just see what they see. Exactly. It's beautiful. It's very pure. It's beautiful. It's innocent. Pure. And through yeah, art pure. and through art you can express that, which yeah. you cannot do in any other way. Exactly. I think that's that's yeah. so outstanding. Awesome. Yeah, so October seventeenth will be his uh opening celebration. Okay. His exhibit opening celebration over at uh, the gallery. I'll certainly Liberty. be there. I'm good at making the art gallery openings. Have you yes, noticed you, that? I have noticed that. <laughs> you usually come after I've had a couple it's only of because online. It's only because <laughs> it's, the art gallery is so close in proximity to the bar. <laughs> it's a guaranteed yeah. success. Yeah. Well, at the last art gallery opening, I believe we wrapped up by having a few drinks at, at the, the bar. We didn't drive a car. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it is true. I mean, I, again, art, you know, art is, oh, God, what was the expression? Oh, I have a really great quote, and it's buried back in there. But, um, oh, no, it's gone. I got nothing. Brett, you going to edit that out? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> now no, you're just screwed, pal. It's staying pretty in much, there for all much. the time. <laughs> but art is it's something along – it's not making people see what you want them to see, but making people see what you see. And that is in and of itself a different perspective if Absolutely. you can truly make it happen. Art is subjective. It's what you look at. I mean they always say a third of people will love art, a third of people will hate it, and a third of people just won't have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. But you need people to hate it. You need people to hate it. Well, in marketing, I want people to hate and love things. Right. No, you have to have the disparity. But here's – I mean with – I mean for me what art means is like I will look at a piece of art and I'll be like I'll just keep walking on. But I'll appreciate it because it's art and it's someone's labor of love. Mm -hmm. But when I see an art and I actually have an emotional response, which I have with many of Jimmy's pieces and a couple of like um, Richard's pieces, that's when I'm like I have to have that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, because it's 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 something in my memory that I want to feel this again, right? Right. So, so to tie into that, uh, kind of like rabbit hole story. So my my cousin, uh, he's giant by the way. He towers over me, and he's ten years younger younger than me. And it was uh, I think I was in my like 13, 14, 15 year old stage, and he he was uh, he was like seven or eight. And I'm a very hairy guy, and I was wearing a tank top. That's how I describe you. By and, the and way, my, and my arm my <laughs> armpit hair was bushing out. And he told me, he's like, Daniel, Daniel, you look like you have a, a troll in a headlock. Ah, yes. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, James. God damn. So, so I started trimming my armpits after that. And then I started realizing, like, I had more flow, less funk. And since then. And since you were then, faster when you ran. I've been, I've been shaving my armpits since then. But shout out to fucking James Michael Waring uh, for making me shave my armpits because I had a troll in a headlock. But it was, but it was his, his point of view <laughs> made me realize that now I live a much better life because of it. It all comes <laughs> full circle. Improvement through personal hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what it's nice. down to. Real nice. It's going to come to, do, you didn't shave your armpits in a steam room getting a spritz or anything. <laughs> Thank you know, goodness. <laughs> and it, it's a schwitz. It's a schwitz. It yeah. is a schwitz. Thank you very much. <laughs> you had to correct an Italian on the schwitz. Wow. I hang my head in you, shame. You had to correct the bartender on the make, so... <laughs> You're a vengeful man. Samesies. You're yeah. a vengeful, vengeful Samesies. man. I've got a present for you. Would you check in for minced on? Like just saying. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a can of Barbasol and a razor. Never leave home without it. I'm actually, I'm a remarkably hairless Italian. It's incredible. I'm aerodynamic. I, I it's, it's the strangest Gosh thing. darn lasers. <laughs> Oh, I have a good story. Nope, we're not going to go into that story. (laughs) All right. Well, um, assuming we haven't been like, you know, completely FCC kicked off the air. (laughs) We're going to take a really quick break and then come back with segment four, our final segment. Thank you for being with us and come back in just a moment or two. Who do you think when you have such luck? I'm in love. I'm all shook up. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. 
I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design. I have a philosophy. Furniture should be beautiful, but if it's not comfortable, it's not much use to anyone. That's why at Habitation, we work hard to make sure that the furniture we sell is stylish and functional. Unique and useful. What more can you ask for? Habitation Furnishing and Design 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Welcome back to Drink in the Style. Matthew Gallabese Reed, that was a fine selection for our final segment, wasn't it? Absolutely. Right? I try to think of my guests, and you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Right? Somehow seemed to make a huge amount of sense to me. If you say so. (laughs) (laughs) This is our final segment, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you have enjoyed the show. We've got a few more 15-whatever minutes of uh, radio broadcasting to fill. We have talked about a lot of different things. But we want to make sure we have a full infomercial aspect to the program (laughs) at this point. So before we do anything else, Matthew (laughs) Gellabese-Reed. Tell folks how they can track what you're doing and how they can be tapped into all these amazing Minneapolis events. Absolutely. Um, follow us on Instagram. It's probably going to be the best way of um, getting the information of all the events that are coming out for both W and Limeridian. Um So it is at W Minneapolis and at Limeridian Chambers. Okay. And that'll give us all the deets. Absolutely. And again, this, uh, the, next, the next three events coming up starting... After the show, which airs on Sunday, the twenty something, what are the what are the figures? You made the same figure a few Pull times. Out some toes. Did you see it's the sign of the size of the hands? By the way, <laughs> huge gloves, huge gloves. <laughs> Those OJ gloves are not going to fit. <laughs> so you must have quit. You must have quit. Um, Minsta Fashion is uh, September nineteenth. Over at W Minneapolis to Fauche, and that is shared with uh, the Scout Guide Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, Through Jimmy's Eyes um, exhibit at the Gallery Minneapolis at uh, Lemurian Chambers. Um, that is going to be October 17th, and then we have Northern Vogue Gala, which is coming up November 23rd. Northern Vogue Gala. I, b- before we move on, 
to anything else. Tell me a little bit quickly about Northern Vogue Gala. Um, Northern Vogue Gala, um, well, this is our fourth installment of Northern Vogue. Um, we started it as a fashion show last, uh, the year before last, um, in the fall, I believe. Um, but th- we wanted to do something that was a little bit elevated, a little bit new next. So we decided that we want to do a, a gala event for it. So it's going to be a sit-down dinner. Um, all proceeds for the event is going towards the Foundation for Philippine Medical Missions, hmm. um, which is a charitable organization that takes local doctors, nurses, medical professionals from um, the Twin Cities area and brings them over to underdeveloped um parts of the Philippines to do surgeries, cleft lips, dental, eyes, That's amazing. and like everything. That's amazing. I will be joining them in <gasps> January as well. So yeah. Really? Yeah. So you're raising funds and then and then you're going to watch the distribution of your work. Exactly. The, the, the fruits of your labor. Exactly. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Um, we are hoping to raise fifty thousand dollars. Um, during the event, uh, we will have some musical entertainment. We'll have a couple of fashion um, fashion sh- segments. Um, we're going to do a silent auction. Um, the tickets for that are not on sale yet, but they are going to be $250 a piece for a seat. Or you can buy full tables for a discounted price. But um, it's we're going to have some big names there for entertainment. So it's going to be fantastic. And what was the date again? Um, that is going to be November 23rd. All right. Maybe we'll have you back on the show to talk just about that Perfect. and uh, bring you somebody else in who can talk about the uh, good work that you guys are doing. Perfect. So that would be awesome. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Oh, crap. Hi, Dan. Shameless plugs. Come on. Talk to me. <laughs> talk to me. Dan's full of them. Talk to me. <laughs> oh, Mr. Newkirk, you actually have some uh, really awesome things on the agenda. Yeah. Tell us about them. So coming up, we have a new menu launching at um, Mill Valley Kitchen in approximately two weeks. Mm-hmm. Then we have a new menu launching in at uh, Mercy in about three weeks. Okay. But uh, October, October is a big month, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. So we've partnered up with uh, the um, <clears throat> Animate Theater, uh, Theater Trust to basically do a uh, real, real men wear pink. I'm sorry. Real Minnesotans wear pink, but I'm just mm-hmm. trying to like boast for myself because pink is not my color. You look fabulous <laughs> in pink. Yeah, as long as I say tan, but the tans didn't wear out by October, so hopefully, fingers crossed. So, You're like t- seriously, buying a ticket just to watch you wear pink. It's gonna be great. All, all month, <laughs> 30, thirty-one days of pink. Uh, but so, one of the cool things oh we're doing. Oh my god! Nope, nope, not going there. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I've, already, I've already wrote that book, right? I've already wrote that book. Anyways, so for, for Mercy, uh, on the rooftop patio, so we're hosting um, uh, Mean Girls as well. Mean Girls kicks off the Orphan Theater uh, October 1st to the 13th. And Mean Girls, obviously pink is the color, so it, it tied very well together. Yes. And we're doing uh, we're doing a fundraiser kickoff October 2nd on the rooftop, uh, which is a Wednesday, uh, with both cross-motion of uh, kickoff for the ACS, American Cancer Society, and Real, Real Minnesotans Wear Pink. I tie in with the uh, the cast of Mean Girls. We come back over with us to uh, have a good time and have a little fiesta. Mm-hmm. The cast of Mean Girls as performing on at the Orpheum? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after, when they're done, they come over to us and we just let our hair down mm-hmm. and get loose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But tied into that, like my, uh, this is my coup de grace right here. Is I'm, I'm, Listeners, wait, stop. Listeners, if you aren't listening, you're going to want to hear this. Stop. Tell us about this. So my ice guys uh, out at Ice Occasions in... Um, Wisconsin, mm, home, of the best, home of the best cheese curds. Ellsworth, uh, Ice Occasions, they're going to be making a uh, torso-sized um, ice sculpture. 
and we're gonna doing a, an ice luge, uh, particularly a boob luge. <laughs> Let me reiterate, a boob luge. Yes. <laughs> so it's going down. Right, we're gonna have to cut that up to to a soundbite. The boob luge. It's going through. Yeah. A, it's going through a headless neck, coming out of the breast, and basically every single thing pumping through uh, those bazungas. What to say, bazungas? It's going 100 percent to charity. So my goal is to have a lot of money raised. Uh, Beam Suntory is tying in. Uh, Sundog, uh, Crooked Water Spirits is tying in. Peroni's tying in. Uh, we have a couple more people in the works. Everybody's wanting to get on board with this this scenario, and it's going to be awesome. And it's for a good cause. And who doesn't want to? Uh, here's a hint: do a alcoholic pumpkin spice latte out of a boob luge. You know what? If I may be serious for a moment here, boobs produce fabulous cocktails. In a general sense, this is life-giving stuff that's happening. And the sheer fact that I mean, we're talking about this and we're always tempted to, to, to laugh at anything and it's slightly off-color because we're a puritanical society in general. But what you're doing here, seriously, is emphasizing the value of the life-giving nature of boobs. Correct. Right? Right? <laughs> so while this may sound horribly off-color, and while this may sound like this is just some kind of, of, of gimmick, of gimmick, it's not. It's not. It's for the this good cause. This is appreciating, yeah. honestly, the value of this part of a female anatomy and, and, and for a good cause and embracing it and having a huge amount of fun, right? And, and both, both men and women alike can also be affected by breast cancer, but... Uh, in today's society, and just through the mammary glands and, and the, the fat content, women are more susceptible to breast cancer. So it's not that I'm trying to discredit the male uh, body, but the, the female body The male is, body is horrible. It's No fine. offense, but really, it's badly shaped. It's we're not, hairy. We're not talking about organs, but we're talking about, we're talking about the, the mammary glands. <laughs> Weird. Uh, the, the mammary glands that, that give life, the teat. The teat. So, is the come teat. Come on down to Mercy and do a boob luge. It's for charity. <laughs> I'll be there. I swear I shall I be there. I swear to God damn, you better be there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little bit of a dark, sordid history on these things. No, I think that's it's awesome. It's a fundraiser, and uh, and it's for a seriously good cause, and it's going to be seriously fun. Yeah, and it's not like I'm not uh, like I'm not disingenuous because my my stepmom two months ago on her birthday the last chemo, uh, she had her breast removed and her breast replaced. My mom's beating it, my grandma's beating it. Um, it ties into the family. Mm-hmm. Well, it has. I mean, who doesn't know who someone who's been affected by breast cancer? My sister had breast cancer. My wife Christina had a scare for a period of time. Mercifully, it was it was not a thing. But I mean, it's it, it it's true. Although again, it does tie back into the fact that God seems to have a particular issue with women. He does not care for them. It seems. Because they are afflicted by so many different problems. So that's the Lance Armstrong. Oh, well, Lance Armstrong's <laughs> sins were great, and it's just that he suffers <laughs> on many levels. On many levels. Well played. Well played. <laughs> All right. So that's awesome. So I yeah. mean, I think that's I think that's it's gonna be for a great cause. It's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that offend anybody but like we're doing it for a good cause yeah. mm-hmm. the whole the whole point of raising eyebrows is social media it's pr mm-hmm. let's let's create awareness let's not let's not assume that we're not all affected by this in one way shape or form there's nothing wrong with raising some eyebrows when it comes to something that is meaningful and important and pushing the envelope is kind of my style so mm-hmm. i've noticed this so that's why we're drinking the style <laughs> well, personally my mother-in-law 
also beat breast cancer too. So you've mm-hmm. got a marketing guru yeah. at your back. So Every, everybody, everybody has some story to this, and like, yeah. why wouldn't you be a part of this? Yeah, it's it's not like I'm trying to you know get involved with something that hasn't hit home. Home is where the heart is. I I I agree completely, and that's a greeting again. Card. It's seriously, yeah. You have a career at Hallmark. Booze and ver, booze and and verse. But it has to be those cards that open up and you just hear his voice. <laughs> the one-liners, the one, his one-liners, just open up. Do they still do those? Booge. That was a, <laughs> the ones that open up. Wow, Booge. that was awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> absolutely awesome. And then there's Greg in the background. You want a pumpkin spice latte? <laughs> Alcoholic. <laughs> Mirror. It's amazing. <laughs> it is just, it's just so nailing it. All right. Well, there it is, quote, ladies quote, quote. and gentlemen. Welcome to a very off-color version of Drink in the Style, which is strange given that, you know, most of our, our drinks in the style. But I really think we've nailed it this time. Say the quote. The quote nails it. All right. No, I got to do the whole closing. I wrote it out. I mean, come on. If I wrote it out. There it is. We have drunk and talked our way through yet another episode. On behalf of our master's spirits, Dan Newkirk from Mercy in downtown Minneapolis, and our guest, Matthew Gillies Reed, I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week and to share with you the words of F. Scott Fitzgerald, my favorite author, by the way. I like large parties. They're so intimate. At small parties... There isn't any privacy. Good luck, everybody.